Hey everyone and welcome to The Daily Word. Really glad that you've joined me and first thing I want to do today is just say thank you to my good friend Jay Therrell who filled in last week with The Daily Word while we were on the Puerto Rico mission. It was, it was an awesome mission. We're so grateful for everything that God did through us uh, at the church we were working with and there were three, uh, three homes that we were blessed to be able to uh, make some much needed repairs to. There were about 25 families that were blessed with these blessing bags to help provide for them and prayer and the gospel. And so just a, a real blessing. The video uh, of that uh, mission trip will be up on our website soon, so keep an eye out for that. But today I, I want to invite us to move our attention to Acts chapter 12 and verse 17. We'll read there, uh, this is about Peter. He motioned for them to quiet down and told them how the Lord had led him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers what happened. Now, James, the, the brother of John, we read at the beginning of chapter 12, has been killed by Herod. And Herod found that that was politically advantageous, that the, the Jews were... Um, were approving of this, that it, it scored some points with them, and uh, he was always trying to, to keep peace and to satisfy the different political kind of contingencies and so forth. And, and so he sees that that pleases them. He decides to arrest Peter. Now, uh, Peter, in the middle of the night, is uh, awakened by an angel. He thinks at first it's a vision, but the, the Lord leads him out of prison by this angel, frees him. He realizes, oh my goodness, this, this really happened. And he goes to, uh, to the home of Mary, who's the mother of John Mark. And uh, it's actually pretty funny because he knocks on the door and they don't even believe it's him. The, the servant girl runs back and tells everybody and leaves the guy standing outside after he's just broken out of prison. And, and she, she comes back and lets, lets him in. The people inside, the believers are doubting that it's, it's really him. They think, well, at the most, you know, maybe it's, it's his ghost out there, but surely it's not him. And he comes in, he tells them the story. And then as a final instruction, he says, tell James and the other brothers what happened. Question is, okay, well, wait a minute, I thought James was killed, but real interesting, I think, that actually this is instruction to tell James, who's the half-brother of Jesus, the one who wrote the book of, of James, to tell him about this. So that's actually the first time that we've heard about uh, James, the, the half-brother of Jesus in the scriptures, the first time he appears. The, the other thing that I want to point out to you that I think is, is real important here is that the believers who are there at Mary's house praying, they're praying for Peter, that they didn't actually expect that Peter would be freed from prison. They, they thought that he was going to be killed like James was. And yet they were still praying. And I'd like to point out that they were praying even though they their faith didn't extend all the way to the expectancy that God would do this miraculous thing. They were praying, if you will, with their mustard seed-sized faith. And that is, that is the calling for us too, that we take what little faith we have and we 
go before God and we pray earnestly with that small faith in a great God. I think that's real important here in terms of our prayer life and, and our understanding of our faith that, that our faith can be very small, Jesus says, and yet it could move mountains because we, we follow a great God. The other thing that I, I would point out here is that there is, there is a question inherent, I think, in this chapter, and that is, why, why did God allow James to be killed, and yet he freed Peter? There, there's a question of, of, of why. You know, it almost can seem, in a sense, unfair that God would, would help Peter escape, but not help James escape. And I think that, that what's so very important to see is to see here eternal perspective, to see the, the perspective of, of God's mission and, and of God's plan for our lives. As a, as a matter of fact, there would come a day when Peter would give his life for Jesus Christ. It was a great blessing on our journey, Journeys of Paul pilgrimage uh, a few years ago that we actually got to, to visit in Rome, the prison where Peter was held in the days before he was executed in uh, the year A.D. 64. It was uh, an old cistern that um, had become unusable as a cistern, but you know this underground container became useful in a sense as a prison. It's a horrific place, damp. It would have been terrible to have been held there. And that's where Peter was, was held before, uh, before he was uh, crucified upside down, asking for his death to be performed in that way because he didn't feel worthy of, of being crucified in the same way Jesus was. So there would come a time when Peter too would give his life for Jesus, but it wasn't this day, not that day. And it reminds me of uh, the scripture that we find uh, in the Psalms, Psalm 139, and this, this is verse 16. We read there, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. It's difficult to understand why people die in one time or another. It, it truly is. And God has great compassion over us. But by our faith, one thing that we can know is that the Lord watches over us and keeps us. And when it, when it is our time, the Lord will call us home. And we can know that His purposes uh, are fulfilled, will be fulfilled. The question is, on that day, will we be found faithful? Will we run the race that the Lord has set before us? with faithfulness, whether that race is long or short, will we run it with faithfulness to the Lord? May it be so, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.